everything, everything, everyone else. Be, so everything else is the every, problem. But you are not the problem. Everything outside of this, outside is everything just out there. It's so just, everybody else get right, it'd be good. Yeah, I mean, cause everybody else just silly. They just silly, Rob. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Run the Layers. I'm your host, Creative Bobby. And with me, I have Torrance Brown from downtown, a.k.a. Brown Kool-Aid, the video game extraordinary. He's an expert on all games. He streams. He's the master of Twitch. He is, true. The king. <laughs> he is the king none, of Twitch. None of this is downtown. I didn't come from downtown. I'm in my living room right now. <laughs> Quarantine. No one should be downtown. <laughs> Oh, man. But thank you for coming to the podcast, Torrance. Like, you are one one of my best friends in the game here, this creative game. We always have deep talks. We always have very creative, very intellectual talks. And I wanted to have you on because I really admire what you're doing with your Twitch channel. Like, I really admire the audience and the community that you've built. And I wanted to, because I'm trying to like have people from different walks of life to kind of talk about creativity. Um, so just to jump right in, what does creativity mean to you? All right, jumping right in. Creativity. I guess upon my first thoughts, you know, creativity is to, to be able to like reach inside of yourself and pull something out because I don't think like, I don't, I don't think at its base creativity is really anything else. Like it's something that's in you. You can't create like something that you don't see, like you something that you didn't envision. Mm -hmm. So, so it's like generally wherever your strengths are, because I don't know, does, can, can someone be creative with something they're not passionate about or something they don't care about? Like, uh, so yeah, so some, in some area that you are strong, mm -hmm. that you see that you can solve a problem or, you know, provide a service. Mm -hmm. So that, that would be my, my, my initial take on the creativity. Like, uh, so yeah, just, just something to, to, in, to, to improve something, to improve mm -hmm. something. I like so, yeah. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and like you, you hit on something that is important as far as like something that you're passionate about. Because I've talked before about if you, if you are passionate about something, then you're more willing to put in time to it. And then the more time you put into something, because creating anything takes like a lot of work to take something from nothing to something. So I really, I really feel like you have to be kind of passionate about something. Because then the more experience, the more you do it the better you're going to get at it. And then that's when you're kind of tapping into those strengths and then you kind of, it kind of goes from there. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It's like, um, I remember uh, reading in a book where it's like, um, I think uh, it was an army and, you know, they have uh, two different types of orders. There's orders to be followed to the absolute T and then there's orders to where it's like, um, this is the end result that is desired. How you get there is, is up to you. So it's like, uh, like when you give a person that degree of freedom, 
like that's when their creativity kicks in. Mm. So they, they become that much more involved, that much more thinking of the process, you know, taking pride in the result because it's a part of them in it now. Like mm. it's like, yeah, this is, this is part of my creation. So yeah, the creativity, like you, you really got to put yourself in there. Like it's, it's, it's you, it's you. Mm. Creativity is you. Absolutely. And it's like people, and that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast is to kind of encourage everybody to like tap into who they are and create something. Cause no matter what walk of life you're in, you can always be creating something like to, to better something or to be of service. Like you talked about. Mm. Um, so speaking of service, how are you serving the community with your creativity? How am I serving the community with my creativity? Okay. So Generally, uh, when I'm like creative or something, it's normally in the realms of something that makes me happy, which most times what, ma what makes me happy is like some sort of humor, some sort of uh, some sort of like sexually suggestive thing that can be misinterpreted that, that I find those very funny. Like you say, man, it's really hard. And <laughs> And you just, and at that point, like it's, it's up to the person. You get to see where, where their gears turn is like, you, you know, when someone's mind is in the gutter and when you say something like vague and you see them kind of smile or turn away or things of that sort, like stuff like that, like, I guess that's what my mind is creatively trying to figure out. I guess we all, we all got our creativity in very, uh, obscure places <laughs> so, so you just like to just drop these bombs and just see who it recognizes that that's a bomb yes yes i just throw landmines everywhere and people you know so they, they step on it's like oh i got one i got one i've got another one all right let's see how many more we can get but uh but yeah but um that's that's kind of my thing as far as like serving the community because um I definitely feel to serve in a, well, I'm going to speak about myself and what I, what I would think is the, the healthiest way to go about it is like uh, to serve, there has to be something in yourself that is you have an abundance. So it's like, and you got to be like, how could I best say? you can't serve in a way that drains you mm. like like it, it has to be something that you that i guess you will definitely you like but in something that's just brimming out of you that i feel like that's where the, the passion comes from because let's say um i start graphic designing i, I could possibly do it possibly but I'm I'm going to come up short after a while because like I, my gears just don't turn that way. That is just not an area of where I'm passionate. So I don't truly feel that I could serve that way. Like mm. if I'm doing it, I'm just doing it to get done. Like I'm mm. not doing it to, to make an impact. Like my thing is, uh, well, I, I like humor and uh, I like, uh, I just like funny stuff. That's, that's the best way I can word it. So so that right there is like, you know, to do that, you know, you, you want to have a, 
a good understanding of, you know, maybe joke structures, things of that sort, good, uh, you know, building a connection with someone, you know, so it's, it's, it's conversational, it's social as well. So, so with that, it's like, you know, I can, I don't know, it's, well, just going off of that right there. I mean, I've, I've read like uh, just a lot of books on the matter and I feel like where, wherever your curiosity leads you, you know, that's where your passion is. Like I've always had like an interest in psychology and things of those sort. So it's like, okay, so, so it's like, you know, I, I like to understand like the, the, the behaviors and, you know, inner workings of the mind. And I like uh, toilet humor. So, so how can we combine those two things? All right, well, we can make funny little jokes. We can make a connection with someone and just, you know, you know, drop a little, drop a little bomb or somewhere like that. So that's, that's generally the way I feel that, you know, I would give back with that creativity. So that's, yeah, I would say that's my thing right there. That's like, you touched on something really powerful with the, it can't be something that drains you. I think that's a very important point because if you love doing what you do, you love creating something, then you're going to spend all the time doing it and you're not going to feel drained. It's, it's not going to be like, oh, I, I'm being forced to do this or let me just get this out of the way. It's like you're you're willing to do this even when nobody else is around, when nobody else is mm-hmm. forcing you to do it. It's like, this is, in some, in some ways, the creative things we do could actually be like, that's how we unwind in a way. Like, it's like, especially those of us, like if you have like, like a nine to five or something and you want to just relax when you get off work, it's like you could go to that thing that you create just for you. And a lot of like side businesses start out like that where people just want to do something because like they had fun doing it. And then somebody's like, Hey, like mm-hmm. I want to buy that or, Hey, I want to watch that. And then that takes off from there. So it's very important. And that's also going to be like a tell for people to like uh, keep in mind for themselves. Like if they're doing something and it feels draining to them yeah. and that might not be what they need to do you know, all the time, because like, if you have nothing to pour into anything else, then like, if you're empty, then you're not going to have anything to pour into other people. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny. Cause you know, it, it does need to like overflow out of you. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you can't have half a cup trying to fill up someone else's cup. Right. <laughs> that is exactly right. Uh, I do like when you said it's like, um, you know, it's how some people unwind, you know, just thinking back to uh, way back in the day, you know, I used to watch um, Teen Titans and there was an episode where like everyone kind of split off and start doing their own thing. But I think uh, Beast Boy, like uh, he was like messing with people. So I think he went with Cyborg and Cyborg was like working on his car. And, you know, he was like, uh, let me help you. And Cyborg was like, nah, this is kind of my thing. This is how I relax. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, that, that might have been like one of the first exposures I had to, you know, people, people relax doing different things. You know, some people might clean, some people read. And, um, and take like, like this example here, some people are, you know, use their creative outlet 
to relax. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really good. You know, everyone does it a different way. And even taking into account that episode, because, you know, everyone's by themselves doing their own thing in that episode. But even when you think about it, because, you know, he was the comic relief. But for him, his thing to relax was interacting with other people. Mm. So I was like, oh, so it's, it was it was pretty it was pretty good. Like um, I didn't just just now I thought about the him talking thing because, you know, it was set up to where he was like annoying everyone. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, like so everyone's got their own thing. That's true. That's yeah. real. That's real talk. Um, so what is your favorite creation by someone else? And what's your favorite creation by you yourself? Ooh, all right. Favorite creation by someone else. That one's kind of tough. It would. It, I had a, cause you know, you, you did like kind of prep me with the questions and that one right there, I couldn't pick one. I couldn't <laughs> pick one. Um, uh, but let me go ahead and start with like one of the best ones for me that, you know, I've just remembered ever since. Um, there was a, a radio show host called Michael Bayston, if you had ever heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was, he was my favorite. He was number one. Like, and you know, I just, you know, of course there was Tom Joyner. Tom Joyner was good, but I was in love with Michael Bayston. Like it's just, just an energy and like a depth in his show that I just never got anywhere else. I never experienced it like that before. Just like a, like an authenticity. And, um, you know, and on Fridays, he would normally have some sort of like upbeat, feel good type of show going on. And, um, you know, he would talk about real issues too, but generally not on Friday. So, there was one Friday episode where this lady had called in and like something, something bad had happened. Like some sort of injustice had took place with her. And, you know, she called in on the Friday episode and, you know, you know, he's got the upbeat music and stuff playing like that. And, you know, she was like, you know, I, I really need help, you know, um, things of that sort. And he was like, um, you know, he listened to her and all that. And he was like, all right, well, Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to let you talk to my people. We, we can't have this full discussion right now because right now, you know, this, this is a, this is kind of like the, the upbeat portion, but I do want to help. I just cannot do it on the show right now. So that was good. I, I never really got to see if like he followed up. Oh, I listened to the show like sporadically, but I like how like he set up like, just that community thing, like how he was willing to help, but you know, he was dedicated to the purpose of the, of the event. Like, you know, we're going to keep things, we're going to keep things upbeat. We want people to feel good. I'm not, I'm not shooing you away, but you know, but you know, I, I got to keep the energy high. And I guess, I guess the creativity is uh, the way I saw it was, you know, he's crafting this event. He wants people to feel like emotionally uplifted from it. And he, you know, to, to keep it that way, he couldn't completely address her issue on the show. 
So that was that was that. And you know how he dealt with it as well, because you know, uh it, it would have been a grimy way, but you know, he could have just instantly ended the call. But no, it was like, you know, I feel like that is a degree of creativity, kind of kind of harkening back to what I was saying before. You know, there's there's a you know, there's there's social skills, you know, you can have social creativity, you know, we call mm-hmm. it, I mean, guess guess you could say like the gift of gab, you know. But then also that that speaks to one, he built the community. So she trusted him enough to call in Mm. and then him having, because if you're like, it's different, like with, you know, a podcast or a TV show that's, that's not live, it's recorded or a movie or something like that. You're Mm -hmm. on the radio. So you're live. And then Michael Basin was like syndicated. So he was like everywhere in America. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I, I, I crafted this space. So now people expect this from me. So now people are getting what they want. They're getting what they need from me in this space. And they're, and so they're debt accounting on me. So I've built that, that base of expectation, mm. but then also having the humanity to be like, I'm not going to cut her. I'm going to let her talk. And then I'm going to privately help her because I care about her. I also care about the listeners that need this from me. Mm. So, so, a lot, so I think a lot of that's like knowing your community too, and just being able to manage all that. Cause if you're building a community, uh, you know, whether you're a streamer or what have you, that's like, regardless of the size of it, that's a lot of work and kind of managing because you're managing what you've pledged to do, but at the same time, other people bring other stuff and it's like, how do you manage all that? Yeah. And, you know, speaking from personal experience, you know, that that is a thing because, you know, um, in my in my later time of streaming in the beginning, you know, all it is is just turn on the the camera and talk and play a game. But later on, you know, as I was trying to be more upbeat, more positive, you know, you get people that come in with real problems and, you know, they just need someone to talk to or just kind of just kind of need to be somewhere. And they share that with you. And it's like, you know, it can, you know, not in a bad way, but it can, it can kind of like affect you. And it's like, dang, but it's like, all right, I hear you out. And, you know, I know you're feeling stuff, but hey, man, we're here. Let's enjoy ourselves. Hey, man, did you hear this one knock knock joke I got? I don't know. Just just literally anything to keep keep it up. It's like you want to hear them out. And there's been a few people that I've talked to, like off the stream that's really shared some 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 real stuff like you know is every everybody that comes in there they you know they're they're a person and they they got some real people problems going on you know everyone doesn't have it all that good but uh but yeah just there there is um a way to to talk you know to 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 creatively you know keep the standard of the event and you know show this person the compassion that they need like they're that's that's really why they're there you know that's why they shared it to you they they're they're reaching out and you know you reach out to people that you trust and feel comfortable with mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh that's uh that that takes some creativity sir that takes some <laughs> creativity but yeah but um but yeah, that that was probably like one of the better the the I guess as far as creativity things go. That that was like one of the best things. That that has just always stuck to me. And you know, um, 
I had some other ones like I think uh you know on, on a less serious note um there was an old cartoon called Samurai Pizza Cats and uh yeah yeah it's really obscure it's really obscure but I loved it though because like I guess I tend not to like what is generally the mainstream, but that was like my first exposure to, to slapstick comedy. Like, cause I was like, I, I mean, as you, when you're a kid, you don't, you don't know all the different genres of things like that, but it's like, um, but yeah, it was like, I don't know. It was, I just knew it was funny. So I watched it all the time and I even went back and watched it in my adulthood and they they had some adult jokes in there because um what was it the main character's name is Speedy Cerviche and you know it, they're they're kind of like superhero cats if you mm-hmm. you know put very simply and whenever they arrive on the scene they have this big old kind of like kind of intro kind of sort of like Power Rangers and it's different every time so it was one episode where uh, Speedy Cerviche you know he introduced himself he was like my lady friends call me Speedy no particular reason i was like okay okay i i see what you did there i see i see what type of people were working on this right here. yeah 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 i didn't know then i know now i know now <laughs> i feel that way about rocco's modern life wait, <laughs> wait how did this get on tv in front of children yeah oh man <laughs> That was um that was probably a, a good one for me. Like I love that show. And the tough thing was every time I talked about it, no one ever knew what I was talking about. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's it's the gift and the curse. It was something precious to me, but I, it, there's no one to share it with. Mm. So but yeah. Um another one as far as like other things that people created that like um this one's kind of a reach, but it it just struck me so deeply. I really, uh, so uh, I, I uh, presume you watch um, My Hero Academia? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so I think um, it, it's, it's wild because I normally don't go for characters like this, but I really like All Might. Hmm. It's it's strange because initially when I saw Eraserhead, I was like, okay, this dude's kind of cool. Like you know, just just hearing him talk about stuff, he like he has a like a just like a a practical point of view, like just a a, a straight to the point realism to him as far as like a Eraserhead, and I just feel like he's like super funny. But it's interesting because I liked All Might too. And I was like, what, what, what's going on here? So, cause I, I generally don't like the, the characters that are just super strength, super speed. I just feel like, it, I don't know, it's just not really my thing. Right. But, um, and I don't on him, but it's just, it's just what he has crafted. Like he, he always says he is the symbol of peace. Mm. And it's like he has created this persona. Like this, this, this is like, this is his service. Like mm. he has, he has like, uh, like built himself up to the point of you know. In his presence, you feel safe. Mm. So, so like that, that, that took creativity. That took crafting. 
And I saw this like short little clip where he was like looking at him face himself in the mirror. And you know, he was just, you know, he was just blank faced. But then he put a smile on his face. And uh that that's massive right there. Because you know, in social interactions, the simplest, easiest way to let someone know that you know you like them or you know send them positive vibes any any type of positivity is a smile mm. like that's so it seems so small but it is huge like and it's just yeah it, it, it really it really moved me it really hit me like this you know this persona that he has created so and yes, uh, I feel like, you know, that, that, that took some, well, yeah, it took some creativity on that one. And, and also, I think, I think it might've hit, hit differently because he has a, a vulnerability. So it's like, he mm. can't hold that form yeah. for as long as he wants to, but he's doing it out of service to other people. And it's like, and I'm seeing like a common theme in the creations that you admire. It's, I'm seeing the theme of like creating a safe space for people and mm -hmm. then having that space be filled with positive energy. So, because I feel that when I'm watching your stream on Twitch, it's like, it's like you get, you know, you got your comedy there, you got your, you know, bombs, you like to slide in there. I remember the first time I watched your stream, I was like, yo, what kind of jokes is he? What is this? What is, what is going on here? Torrance Brown from downtown. Yeah. But I'm like, but it's like you've built that. And I feel like it kind of harkens to the things you're getting inspiration from. It's like creating that safe space, have that space be filled with positive energy, you know, and also like the, the psychology too. It's like, because you like, you like toilet humor, but then you also like psychology and like understanding. And those are very much so connected because it's also like a, uh, a talent to know when you can do certain jokes in what atmosphere. Yes. <laughs> so I've had the, the, I'll go ahead and say the privilege to be around another individual, close friend, we both know him, that I could learn from his trial and errors in social interactions. Cause it was interesting because, you know, I could see it was like, ooh, he shouldn't have said that. Or, ooh, he made like a really good connection. Uh, it was like, he went for the, um, he went for the haymaker and, you know, and it landed. So it's like, um, for me, I just don't have a style like that. I just can't throw out bombs like that, right, like right. that. But that is his style. Like, uh, and I've gotten to see, it was like, okay, like I need a little more time to kind of test the field before I can throw out anything like that. But it's like, you know, I got to, cause I'm coming from the complete opposite end. Like he himself, uh, like he just puts it out there like all the time right, and he's right. had to learn how to dial back. Right. I never put it out there at all. And I had to learn how to push forward. Yeah. I'm that so, way too. I'm, I'm on the, I have yeah. to learn to, to, to speak more and try things more and i'm i'm my natural state is to let me just plan everything out quietly by myself <laughs> yeah test it with me 
All right. And then it's probably not going to go anywhere because it's always going to fail the test. But hey, just stay <laughs> right here. It was fun to make it up. And okay. right here. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And, um, you know, I guess whenever it really gets to that part of the, um, the discussion, but, you know, I read that um, I am reading The Quiet Book. It's, mm. uh, it's a good book. It's a good book. And, you know, you know, we, you and I both, we can clearly see that we fall in the more introverted, uh, uh, in the, yeah, the, the more introverted path there. So yes, it, it does take, you know, a great degree of comfort and understanding to really put yourself out there and just know that, you know, you don't have to like, you know, I, it's like, uh, a good thing I learned from the book was like, you know, we just in the States, I never really thought about it, but it is a extroverted driven, you know, place. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, the, the, the quiet introvert, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to find your place. So that, that kind of helped me, you know, it really just spoke to like, you know, all the years before, and especially like, you know, school and high school and stuff like that and social interaction. I was like, ah, you know, this is the, uh, this is the, uh, this is what, uh, uh, what's the word? What people aspire to be like this, this is what the, 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 the desired standard. Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay. So just, just off of my baseline, you know, that just wasn't going to work right. in, in those settings. Right. So yeah, it was, it's pretty good. I'm still going through that. Thank you for that recommendation. Oh, no problem. Like that's, I read that book and I was like, oh, that explains a lot. And then I didn't know, like I knew I was an introvert, but I didn't understand all of the things I do. And that kind of filled some holes. But then I, what I really was shocked by was what you're talking about as far as like the society and how historically it's like swayed one way it's like if you're an extrovert you're seen a certain way but if you're an introvert you're seen this other way from child from from birth to adulthood it's like how some people are like well you're an introvert how do i make my son or daughter less introverted and try to make them something that they're not and then and yeah. then even in the book it touches on uh creativity and how it's like mm. since the introvert lives in the mind lives in our minds we're, we're all, we're constantly creating things. It's just the presentation of those things that kind of is like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot. I, I need to go through all of it. I think, um, what was it? Now, I think I really just got to the part where it was just talking about, um, you know, the, the different countries and things of that sort. And they're giving a lot of examples is like, you know, in the States, you know, if you're introverted, uh, people kind of see, think that there's like a problem with you. And, um, but in China, you know, introversion is like a highly praised thing. Like even introverts are like, uh, considered for leadership roles over extroverts. Mm. So it yeah. just, it's just, it, it really just depends on when you are, where you are, just, you know, when, when in Rome, and stuff like that. That's right. You're right about that. Um, yeah. so I want to talk about like, well, the next question of, what is your favorite creation by you? Is it the the stream community, the brown Kool-Aid uh, community, or is it something else that would be your favorite? It, it ultimately does trickle down to that, but 
my my most prized possession and that I'm still working on it is uh is my mindset. Mm. Because mm. when you stream, and I'm certain this applies to a lot of other things, it is an extension of yourself. Like yeah, I like that was that was real deep for me when I understood that cuz um you know, you go to other people's streams and, you know, it's definitely like, like their personality is the seed and that's what type of like plants and fruits will grow. So like, um, and I've, and I've talked to people, um, you know, they've had an experience kind of similar to the one I'm about to share, but you know, I remember going to one guy's stream and, um, I forget the very specific example, but um, he said something like he was like, I didn't know blank did blank in the game. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, the reason it happens for this reason is like this or something like that. But he was like, uh, he said something like, yeah, well, they should have worded it better. And I was, uh, I think I said something along the lines of, well, um, I forget. I, I really would like to, 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 to recall, you know, what he said exactly, but, you know, but I had like, you know, said, yeah, they, they kind of worded it like that. And, um, ultimately it came down to the point where it was like, well, clearly you didn't. And I'm going to use adult language here. Is that okay? rock out all right so he was like clearly you didn't hear me i said blank 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 and you know that happened relatively recently and i didn't take it like personally i guess it didn't like really hurt me because i feel like that's just i i i would guess that that's just the way he talks like because you know best i could tell he, you know, he didn't seem to be particularly mad he, like, or like frustrated, but that's just the way he talks. But that is him. That is genuinely who he is. And people that are okay with uh, someone speaking to you that way, those are the people that will be attracted to a stream. So, mm. you know, of course, that wasn't me. <laughs> um, I did hang around for a while. But I ultimately knew, okay, this is a person that, you know, we differ and, you know, I, I can't watch him and he probably can't watch me. So, so yeah, it's like your stream is an extension of yourself and it's like your mindset is literally everything. It's, it's, it's everything. Cause you know, in the very beginning when I stream, like I said, you just turn on the game and play it. And, you know, and people came around, you know, um, they, they, they made it sound like they enjoyed themselves at the stream, you know, they come back. So I, I believe that much, but then it was like, I took a, like a, a year break because honestly work was picking up and I was getting burnt out. So I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna just, I'm just stop for now and just, I don't know. It's like when you take a break from college and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna come back. And then uh, a lot of people don't. <laughs> But, you know, I feel like over that time, you know, 
you know, I just was just reading a lot. Well, ultimately, like Audible. Uh, side note, Audible is probably Audible and a Bluetooth headset is probably like the best thing I've ever done for myself. Mm. Like, like just to be able to hear books and like have it in a Bluetooth. So it's, it's like it's there all the time. Mm -hmm. it was like you know so i was just over that time you know that that was about a year so just think about that's like at least 12 books so but my mindset changed like it was improving because you know i I definitely came from a place of like uh not much compassion like uh so it's like over that period of time you know i'm learning you know just i guess just just put simply self-development sort of things and it's like when i came back streaming you know i get i could tell that i was enjoying myself a little more like i was uh more upbeat and things of that sort and like uh, someone paid me well two two people said it they said it's probably like one of the best compliments ever it was like yo you sound happier than you did before Mm. And I was like, really? Well, I was like, oh, I guess I feel happier. Mm. It's like, you know, I was just in a better place mentally. Mm. And I feel like, you know, that, uh, well, yeah. So as a result of that, you know, what, every now and then, you know, people just come into the stream and like, yo, man, I like your vibes. And, you know, they might follow and I never see them again, but that that just goes to show it is an extension like you know like you know it will attract like-minded people Mm. so it's like so i guess then when it comes down to it it's like you look at a community well the community is is pretty much you know people that you vibe with you know for the most part like your your true friends your genuine friends because you know i guess in like high school you know we all well uh, definitely have more friends than what we have now but it's like you know over time it gets filtered out and it was like, okay, well this person really wasn't, we weren't weren't really vibing that hard. Right. So, so yeah, it's like, you know, you, you, you got your, your, your true friends now. Well, I guess in, let's say for example, high school, you'd be like, Oh, that person, my best friend, but no. And then you realize that that that's just a standard for a friend. Everyone Mm. else was just like an associate. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That's deep. Like you, when you're you think this is the standard so you're like this is so amazing to you you're like oh well this must be this but it's like no that's the baseline for that's the entry like that's not the pedestal (laughs) that's just the doorway yes yes that's that's really that's really dope that's a way that's a dope way you put that and then like like being you and finding like kind of like finding your tribe like because a lot of people when they think they like a lot of people may actually know what they're passionate about, but mm-hmm. not think enough other people will share in uh-huh. what they're passionate about, which is one of the biggest lies we tell ourselves because we always compare what we think we want to do with the biggest possible name and what we want to do. Like, mm-hmm. so for like, for me, it's like, well, I'm a graphic designer. So sometimes I'll, you, you mean you follow a bunch of graphic designers but then you put them on a pedestal and then you forever just see yourself as down here and then and them up there it takes for other people who haven't been thinking that way who might just be seeing your work saying no 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 you're doing 
the same thing there. Like you're up there too. Like you're not, you've, it's not the same when you first learned how to do it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people like, well, I'm passionate about this thing. And this is like, and if it's like a really like niche type audience or something, they're like, well, I can't do it because not enough people are like that. Or they think, well, too many people do this. So they won't want to follow me for it. And it's like, there's so many people doing so many things that have so many different audiences and communities. Nobody can do it like you do it. Like nobody can do a stream like you do it because there's only one you. Like nobody, like people, for people who like want to write a book, nobody's going to write the book like you write it. Mm-hmm. So there are people even if it's just like your friends and then your close associates, like there are people who are looking for that particular thing to come from you specifically because they already trust you because of how you are as a person. Mm -hmm. They already trust you by the, by the space you've created. So anything you do in that space, they're going to love because they're invested in you. A lot of people like, they stop before they've even started because they think, uh, well, step 10, I'm not going to know what to do with step 10. So let me not even try at the very beginning. And it's like, no, you can, you'll build the momentum. Yeah. And, you know, to just to speak on that last part where you say you stop before you even start it, like, uh, like at least for me, I'm like, uh, I'll definitely, over logical like hyper logical person like so logical i barely even accounted for emotion and when um you know i've i've gotten out of that but it's like you know when you're that point where you're too logical it's easy very easy to reason that like you won't be able to make it Mm. it's very easy because you know all it takes is like you know you know, you just, I guess you look at statistics of success, but it's like, um, yeah, it's like you, you you definitely got to pull from a more emotional place, which I think when you start getting into that, then you actually do become that, 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 that success statistic Mm -hmm. because, um, well, yeah, it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of like the thing where it's like, you know, you have to have that overabundance. Like, you know, it's got to be like a positive emotion. Like you have to be overflowing. And it's like, um, at that point, you know, you're, you know, it is, it is your own personal creativity. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, yeah, it's, it's definitely to the degree of, um, uh, you know, not, not being too logical. Cause you know, a, a good bit of it is dream. And, you know, I think, um, like people always say is like, you know, you look at the person that's made it and it's like, uh, you know, we, we just see them right now. You know, they were, they were hitting the grindstone too. It's like, generally when you see someone blown up, they put in years of work and mm-hmm. it's just to the point that now you're just hearing about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, um, it's, I, I call that like, cause I'll like look at the Wikipedia pages of like some actresses and actors and, um, uh, and other like celebrities who've like made it big, but then like, especially like actors and actresses, it's like, 
they were on like a bazillion different small roles before they even got the role that got the attention of the studio that hired them for the big role. And you're like, wow, overnight success. And it's yeah. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, took, it took a long time. Like, there are very few like actual overnight successes like that are like hyper successful. Like, like Amazon st started in uh, Jeff Bezos's garage and he was just selling books and like, that was it. And now he's a, like a bazillionaire and it's like a lot of people and then they compare themselves, like I said, to those people, but then they also like, well, I, they can't see themselves there. So mm -hmm. then to avoid disappointment in their eyes, they just uh -huh. decide I'm not going to start it. Because by not starting it, then I avoid the disappointment. But you also avoid the payoff. And dang, and that it's funny that you said to not start to avoid the disappointment. Because that I was gonna touch on that in like a in a later question you had. But yeah, that is definitely a thing to where it's like, you know, to feel safe, to protect our ego, and you know, and our emotions as well. You know, we don't put ourselves in a position to fail mm. so so yeah i mean and it, it does hurt it does sting but it's like you know it's you know failure is the most important part of success so mm -hmm. it's like i mean when when you got that overabundance in you and you got that passion that gnawing need like you you will push through that's facts that's big yeah. facts so I want to ask you these final two. Uh, so what is something you've wanted to create but haven't yet? And what's stopping you from doing it? So, and that and um, something that I want to create that I haven't yet, it's, I guess, I guess the best way to put it is a more tight knit community. Because, you know, you know, the community, like I said, it is an extension of yourself, people that connect with uh, what you put out there and, you know, what is genuinely you. But it's like, I would like to, like, like solidify that into, like, kind of like, have like a pay it forward type of uh, philosophy built in. Hmm. So... Cause you know, with, with creativity and all that stuff, it, it stems from service. Like, you know, you, you have to serve something. You have to, you know, do a service, solve a problem. And uh, you've read, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Five Love Languages? Yeah. Premise? Yeah. So for myself, uh, primary love language is um, acts of service. Hmm. So, so that that's a really motivating thing. It's like, you know, you know, working on, you know, social skills is like, you know, because I, I was definitely a recluse, antisocial, you know, honestly, I was about convinced I was sociopathic to the degree of just how much I did not like interacting with people and just did not care for society and organized things. Mm -hmm. But it's like what got me away from that was um, understanding that, you know, we as humans, like our strength 
is like our social behaviors. It is the fact that, you know, we can work together, share ideas, you know, create something bigger than um, what any one of us could do on our own. So that was um, an area that kind of got me shifted away from just, you know, just hating the world and being bitter and things of that sort. So, so for me, like, you know, and let's say with that, let's take the acts of service, for example. So it's like, it can be just the biggest thing to just smile at someone. That's why I was like, uh, you know, talk about the whole all might thing, you know, just, just a simple smile and, you know, say hello, or, you know, how are you doing? And just give them a little bit of your time. Like just, just if they want to speak, just listen or, you know, anything like that, just any small act of service that, you know, is not going to put you out, you know, it's just, just the little things that count because little things build up the big things. True. And, um, with that, like, I would like that to be like part of the philosophy or, or like a, a dominant philosophy in like a group that I would create because um because ultimately it's like you know like i said and i'm also going to combine that with you know my interests which are humor and you know like uh and toilet humor which, which, let's just go ahead and call it toilet humor. but it's like uh but it's like you know if there was just a space to where it's like you know everyone here you know they they're accepting and willing to make a joke and you know Let's say, even if someone makes a bad joke, like, or as long as they didn't make it from a point of trying to put someone down, mm. and, you know, and everyone's understanding to that point, it's like, you still know that, you know, this person was just trying to spread some joy, like mm. just trying to, you know, spread a laugh, share a smile, things of that sort. Mm. So it's like, um, I don't know. That's why it's like, you know, I like humor because, you know, Humor makes people happy. You know, as long as y'all sync up, you know, happiness is happiness. A smile is a smile. And another thing is like, you know, the sexual, like a sexual innuendo. Like, uh, that's probably like the most basic, most primal way to say that, you know, hey, you know, you are wanted. It's like, hey, Rob, you're looking good today. You know, and it just lets you know, that, hey, man, I'm I'm looking good. All right, I I'm I am uh, desirable, and you know, I'm not. You know, and it, it shouldn't be like, uh, you know, I guess based on the superficial or things of that sort, because it it can get you know, um, it can uh, really go to a bad place. Mm-hmm. You know, with people that you know having body image issues and things right. of that sort. But it's like you know, just on a basic level, you know, to, to flirt with someone or give someone a compliment. It was like, Hey, you're looking good. It's like, you know, it just to feel wanted is a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Like to, 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 to be like, you know, uh, to feel desirable things of that sort. Like it's, it's powerful. I mean, it's so much to the point where it's like, uh, like, uh, just, just the power of just sex itself. And then, it's not like, I mean, like, you know, the, the exactly the adult industry, but it's like, I remember reading in a book somewhere where it was like sexual energy is a thing, not necessarily to the, to the perverted, but it's like, you know, it's, it's, 
it it has power and it has like a like a like a uplifting power mm-hmm. like um let's take for an example this is an extreme example let's 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 take the wop song like <laughs> I will never listen to, have not listened to. I've just seen all the memes. Okay, the memes are funny. So, yes, I agree. Memes are good. I did listen to it and I actually kind of liked it. I was like, you know, not outside of, you know, just a a lusty type of way, but it's like, you know, um, you know, it, it's 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 to the extreme. That's the way I'm able to make this example a little better. But they use the power of like sexual energy. You know, it makes them feel good to 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 be desired. And I would say for a lot of people, I, I would almost say everybody that you know to be desired is you know is high. Like you know, for the for the most part, you know the the general goal for a human being is to reproduce. Well, you gotta have sex for that. <laughs> that that's a that's a thing. That's the deal. Yeah, that's kind of kind of goes there. I mean, you know, you you can do the artificial ways, but who wants to do that? Who wants to do that? Boring, <laughs> boring. Get that turkey baster out of here. Oh my goodness! I'm glad <laughs> I own this platform because <laughs> you got me stricken. Oh, see, 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 I mean, we're just, we're just being real here, Rob. The real conversations, that's, that's what we need to change to. Run the layers now. Real talk. The real layers. The real layers. There it goes. <laughs> oh, you said there it goes, like it's escaping a barn or something. There it goes. Yeah, there, oh, yeah. oh, oh, it's getting away. We got to bring that back. All right. The real layers. <laughs> New logo coming next. Uh, coming next cast. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, just to bring that back, it's like you know, you know, and that one's kind of tough to to have in a community because you know, it, sexual yeah. stuff is kind of hard to regulate. But uh, yeah, but um, but it would be something that I'd like, you know, just people just you know, being fun and flirty with one another. So you know, it's just like, hey, you're looking good. Well, thank you. I, I like you. You look good too. And you know, and that all depends on the comfort of who you're talking to, stuff like that. That's but uh, but yeah, but ultimately, you know, definitely humor. You know, and you know, having people be wanted because mm. that's that's big. And I guess that uh, I guess that harkens back to childhood because you know, I definitely one of the ones where it's just like you know it's just times where I just felt like I wasn't wanted. So now it's like, you know, I've got to a place where I'm comfortable, you know, with, um, you know, things that have taken place in the past. And it's like, you know, generally with things of that sort, it's like, you want to, you want to make sure that no one else goes through that. Mm-hmm. Like if someone has been through a particular abuse you will very likely become an advocate to to stop that. Mm. Mm. So it's like you're, so everything filters from the space that you want to create, whether whether it be, you know, what you do like in your everyday life, but then also how you create, how you, you know, have the platform on Twitch, how you stream, the community that you've built, like all of that 
that's what you were talking about. It's like it kind of all flows together. Like these things are mechanisms in which you can, you know, provide like kind of what I like to say is like make a deposit into the world. Like that's, that's how you, that's like, you're like, this is what I'm bringing to the table. Here's the goal of this. So like on the surface, you might think one thing, but actually the, the underlying, the foundational goal of all of this is to create this safe space where people can feel like I want you in this safe space. Like we are all wanted to, like, like no one is in that space that feels like they're not welcome. Like they, people don't want them there. Like it's like to create this welcoming space and you create the welcoming space through what you're passionate about. And I feel like that's something that everybody can do no matter what, how you do it. I feel like if you kind of offer, offer your passion, offer yourself up, then you will attract who you're meant to attract because it's you. So only you are going to attract certain people because if you're being authentic to yourself, you're going to attract other people that appreciate that authenticity. And some people that might even like need that specific authenticity. Like they need someone like you in their life. They might need that book you write. They need that stream that you, that you have to help them in some way. Yeah, like absolutely. Like absolutely. Like I I I can I can't even really add anything to what you just said right there cuz it's like, you know, that's the ultimate goal is like it's like uh you know, you you're creating something from within you and it, you know, it would generally take place from, you know, I guess something that's happened to you in the past or an area where you, I guess you yourself feel like you were underserved. And then it's like, it's a journey because um, you got to get over that feeling of under being underserved yourself. It was like, okay, this was the circumstances, you know, that was just that instance, like that doesn't, whatever happened, that doesn't define me. But now, you know, it, it means something to you because, um, cause now you want to do it for other people. And it's, um, it's interesting because, you know, I think, uh, let's say, uh, let's say a, a, a teacher or a parent, like he shares like a, a philosophy, like, let's just say, for example, a father has three kids and, you know, something the father always says is, you know, always keep your eyes open or something like that. And it truly only like resonates with one of them. But that's because, you know, that that's that's a part of their makeup. That's like that's like a deeply ingrained thing that is that was always going to be important to them. That's just the first place they heard it. Mm. So mm. it's like uh, with that being said, it's like. Uh, it's like uh, that that was that was always just going to be like a. Uh, like a thing for them. So it's like, so that shows that, that it's like um, part of like their contribution to the world. Mm -hmm. I guess for myself, like I recently, probably a better way that I can um, put it out there is like, I recently had to define my own personal values mm -hmm. because I was going through the book, uh, Seven Habits of, highly effective people, highly, highly, yeah, seven habits. 
And, you know, I, you know, in seven habits in the book and, you know, I got through the first habit pretty easily. Like, all right, I can, I can digest this. I, I can believe this. Got to the second habit and it just sat me down. So I was like, what? Cause they had this, um, they had this line in there. It's like, you know, how can you make goals for yourself and you don't even know your own values? Mm. Like, so so I had to do that. So I had to sit down and determine like, what are, what are the things that mean the most to me? And, um, and yeah, like, like one of them is just respect. Like, you know, no one with values, no one's ever going to say, well, well, no one can really say that one doesn't matter. It's just like, it's kind of like a top 10 list. The number one being the one that means the most to you. Right. So let's say for instance, you know, you know, I don't know, my mom said, you know, always be respectful to all her children, but that only really resonated with me. That's because, like, that is just genuinely who I am. Mm. Like, I, I wish to show respect. Mm. It's almost like, because uh, we never know whether something we create, which is basically, when you create something, you're basically saying something. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's really the goal is you want to say something, you want to express something. Mm-hmm. You never know if that thing you say or that thing you express or that thing you do is going to be an anchor point for someone who is possibly looking for, mm-hmm. like, I want to go in this general direction, but I don't know why, or I don't know the specifics. Like, I don't know what road to take, but I know I want to go in this direction. And then somebody says something, you read something, you watch something, you listen to some kind of music or some, or there's even just a vibe that you get when you're in a certain space. You're like, okay, I want, I want to go there. Like, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like professional athletes always have some story where they saw some other professional athlete and then that's what triggered them. I want to do that. Yeah. I want to, I want to be that. Or like you said, like you used like the, uh, the father mother example. It's like someone that said like, so one thing my father always said to me was uh, to whom much is given much is required. And it's mm. like, he would like constantly oh, say man. that. And it wasn't until like, you get like a certain age, you get a certain experience. You're like, Oh, this is what he was ingraining in me. So even if you don't get it, even if you don't understand it, when you get it, it stays with you. So then when you get it, you're like, Oh, that's what he bit. He's like, okay, I have all these gifts. Like I have to, I'm required to use this in, which has been the theme of this episode is in an act in acts of service. So it's like, because nobody's nobody's benefited if you play small, if you hide mm. your gifts. Mm. Mm. No one benefits if you play small. You, you you dropped a lot of them right there, Rob. You you dropped a lot. <laughs> could could you tell me that that quote again? To whom much is given, much is required. That's dang. That just sounds deep. Like you know, that, that sounds like something you could just pick apart all day. Like that's. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because when you think like given, like my your initial thought is like, well, like I'm not rich. I don't have like all of these things. Like, what do you mean? What is given or what I have? But it's like it's like more internal. It's like some there's something you can do that nobody else can do. Mm. So it's a choice of are you mm. gonna do it 
and you might not get it right the first first time but all of that is on the path like all of like like you said like failure is a very important part it's the most important part of success like you those two three failures is what helped you learn to where once you got to this place you're like okay i know how to do this now because a lot of like a lot of because like some people suffer from they don't have they feel like they don't have any ideas and it's other people uh i'm in this other camp is the people that have too many ideas and they don't know which <laughs> one to pursue yeah so it's like but you gotta like pick one okay you gotta do it and finish it and then that one might work might not work but that's gonna lead to the other idea but it's just like as much as i can motivate people to create things that's that's becoming one of my big big life passions is to just be an encourager and putting it more out there because like like people have told me like I, i'm an encourager and i but i want but i've never given it its proper value because mm. if i give it its proper value then i can't just keep it here i can't just keep it ah uh, wow Wow. Yeah. Like this is super valuable, but I'm just gonna keep it under this rock here. Like, no, like <laughs> mm. you have to use it. And then once you use it, it multiplies because somebody's gonna hear what you do and they're gonna be inspired. And then they're gonna inspire other people. Boom, boom, boom. Dang, that's good. That's good. Like um, uh, you said a thing that um kind of made me think of something. Uh because like you said, you're an encourager. And, and as soon as you said that, you know, I, I felt like, um, cause I, I've been given like uh, stuff like this, a lot of thought, like, you know, what, what it is I want to do and just looking at the behaviors that I perform, like, I want to be like, kind of like an emotional supporter, mm. like in, um, in a different, in a different universe, in a different timeline, I would have been like a psychiatrist or something or like a therapist or something like that. that. Yeah. But it's like, you know, but yeah, I mean, I just see areas like in conversation. It's like, you know, I, I want people to, you know, encouragement is a thing too, but I just want them to feel like they're supported. I don't want them to feel like they're alone or you necessarily have to do it alone or, you know, any any weight that's put on your shoulders is is for the most part something you can handle and if by any chance it isn't you know you can you know there are people you can ask for help but it's like you know it, it really comes down to like uh, just building up people's like emotional stability I, I i want people to you know for the most part you know feel good and fulfilled mm. so yes yeah, so that's 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 definitely another thing that I, you know, try to what 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 motivates me, something that I would want to do with the stream cuz you know, it's it's really an amplifier the stream because when I talk to people it's like, you know, I I see it going that way. And um, you know, just you know, oh, what you got going on? Oh, you got school going on. Yeah, yeah, more power to you. Your school takes a lot out of you. And you know, they might say something like, you know, well, I'm glad you think that way. Well, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, you're still working at it. You you clearly have some sort of dream or goal. 
And if you just stay consistent, you'll, you'll be there. Mm. So, you know, just, just, you know, build them up, just give them just that little bit extra. But yeah. And then ultimately, you know, and you know, that would be like what I would try to amplify through stream. So that, that's what it is. That that's, I guess that's what it is for me right there. Like, you know, just, yeah. Hey man, I just want people to be happy. Mm. <laughs> just, just want people to feel good. That's real talk, man. It's, yeah. So it's like, this has been phenomenal. I just want to thank you for coming on the show. And before I let you go, I just need you to tell the people where they can find you, where they can follow you, you know, social right. media maven that you are. Go ahead, let them know where they can follow you. Maven, all right. Um, so it's tough. The Realistically, the best place to find me is on Twitch because I have a Twitter. It's Brown Kool-Aid. You know, I try to make Brown Kool-Aid everything, but you know, I'm just so much of an introvert that it's, I'll just have times where I just kind of just recluse myself. So it's like, I mean, you yeah, follow the Twitter, you know, that would make you feel good. But, um, you know, you know, I mean, you know, you know, you want to, you know what I'm saying? I ain't probably gonna say nothing, but it's all right. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. But you know, Twitch is where I am most active. You know, I'm on Discord, but Discord is hard to like find people on Discord. Right. But you know, just yo, you play video games if you watch Monster Hunter, or you just you know just just trying to chill, have a real conversation. Heck, trying to have a goofy conversation. You know, that's that's uh that's where the best place to hit me up for. So that uh, is awesome. Make sure y'all go follow him on Twitch and follow him on Twitter if you want to get his numbers up, but he ain't gonna be saying nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening. Remember, as you go along in life, teach as you learn and inspire as you do. See you next time.